following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino. Casino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin a statewide journey on the only syndicated statewide afternoon radio broadcast. 19 stations strong. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Inside this broadcast, we'll talk Lions. We'll talk to Beeline Josh Garvey on Michigan, Michigan State, and the Pistons roster cleansing. We'll get to Anthony Broom. On the Wolverines setting a NFL Combine record for a college football program, 18 players to the Combine, eclipsing LSU's record of 16. 18. I'm telling you, Harbaugh got out at the right time. Nothing against Sharon Moore or the new staff he's putting together and Anthony will fill us in on that. But all of you thinking they're just going to continue what they did the last three years this fall, I don't think it's happening unless there's some quarterback who's going to step up and just be one of the top QBs in the Big Ten. Think about that. 18 Michigan players invited to the NFL Combine in Indy. 18! That, that is a big number. Now, granted, you get even some backups. That tells you where your program's at. Everybody, you know, if you look back three years ago, that you wanted Michigan to be with the Alabamas, the LSUs, you know, and LSU won with Burrow and Chase and Jefferson. You wanted that. You what Ohio State and all the NFL players they were cranking out, even though they haven't had any really good quarterbacks yet. We'll see. Like Fields could end up being a Pittsburgh Steeler. That's what you wanted. But again, they build up those 18 on the cusp of name, image, and likeness. Those players came to Michigan because they wanted to win and they liked their coaches. Now this next cycle with a new coach, new assistants, new strength coach, new players, new faces, new leaders, and they're trying to play catch-up with that Michigan collective, that is going to be the unknown. 
All I can say is what a capper to the Harbaugh era that 18 Michigan Wolverines were invited to the Combine. So anybody thinking that beating Alabama was a fluke or that they couldn't have beat Georgia this year, you're wrong. That argument that came out the last couple of weeks, well, Georgia, Georgia lost to Alabama. Got smoked by Alabama. Michigan went to the level that every single Michigan fan, alumni, booster wanted when Hackett got the deal done. They wanted to be one of the big boys in college football. And they got a national championship trophy. They got three straight Big Ten trophies. They beat Ohio State convincingly three straight times where nothing was a fluke. And they get 18 guys to the Combine. NFL has changed the Combine's name to the Wolverine Invitational. That's all you need to know where your football program is at. And I don't, if you're a Michigan State fan listening right now on the game 7.30 a.m., look at the Combine. Look at how many Spartans are going. If you're an Ohio State fan, look at how many Ohio State players are going. If you really want to see where the level is on your team, because the coaches still have to coach him up. And Ryan Day is such a good coach at blowing big games. One of the best I've ever seen. I'm actually, I want to refer to the Ohio State head coach as Chip Kelly, their offensive coordinator, but due to Big Ten copyright infringements, I've been told if I referred to the Ohio State coach as Chip Kelly, I could be suspended. Uh, for three shows. They're going after Harbaugh and they're coming after me. So I don't care. You're a Nebraska fan. Yeah, you had a great recruiting class. You got Ryola's son, Stunk QB, that was going to go to Georgia and he's now in Lincoln. You're a Penn State fan. I, I don't, Illinois, Wisconsin. Line up, look at the combine invite list, which is all over the internet today and see how many dudes you have at the Combine. That will tell you where your football program is at. Now, granted, some coaches are new. Fickles, you know, going into his second year at Whiskey. Ryan Day's going into his fourth straight year of turning in Michigan and hoping he can beat them. Uh, And I do like Coach Smith, though, at Michigan State. I've been telling everybody. I somebody asked me when they were talking about my son Ace and he got the Ferris offer last week, which was awesome from Tony Anise. His first offer right after signing day the next morning. And some said, Well, what if Michigan State recruited him? Because I've had Narduzzi and others, Mark State and people say that he plays like one of the Allen brothers who played at Michigan State. He's six two, two ninety, and I'm like I told Cindy and Mark Rasmussen, who are diehard Michigan State fans, and their son Sam goes to MSU, I'd say, you guys would have to adopt them for four years. <laughs> and, and she goes, you serious? I, okay, really? No. I like Michigan State. I love Izzo. 
I love coaches who are honest with me, and I'm honest with them. Beeline, who will be on the show later. I do. I love I love coaches. Harbaugh was my friend the first couple of years there, but when I had to when I had to be honest about the program, he got upset with me, and he didn't invite me to MC signing of the stars. He didn't invite me down there to have all the private access to all the coaches and players. But I'm not going to sell out to get that because he didn't meet the money that I demanded. <laughs> People are, right now, if someone's catching this, like not listening, they're going, did he say, uh, let me get this straight so far, did he say if his son Ace signs a scholarship to play football at Michigan State, that the Rasmussen's would have to adopt him and that he demanded money from Harbaugh to do interviews? People will run with this. Understand sarcasm. Okay, this show isn't for sale. Well, I, I do want to thank all our advertisers and their partners. But I, I, I've i asked to talk to Coach Smith. Again, he was busy getting a recruiting class, did a great job putting together his staff. He hit the ground running, already working on the 2025 class. I hope to talk with him. I hope to build a bridge. So I've requested a lot to talk to Tom, but I don't know outside of maybe doing stout on sports. He's not doing a lot of interviews because this season has been up and down and all over the place. What are you going to say? Like, hey, hey, coach, uh, you guys are in sixth place. Thanks for the interview. Oh, now someone casually listening goes, did he just say that Izzo is a loser? No, I didn't say Izzo's a loser. And no, if my son would sign a scholarship to play for Michigan State, I didn't say, first off, he'd be an adult, so I I wouldn't have to put him up for adoption. We could just be estranged. And no, I never, matter of fact, I never even got paid for emceeing those two signing of the stars. Never got paid. The first one was awesome. I'm backstage with Jeter, Brady, Woodson, the Migos, Harbaugh, John Harbaugh, the dad, John Jansen, Leland, Brad Kozolowski, the... NASCAR driver, I'm back backstage with all those guys. Harbaugh kept asking me, are you ready? Are you ready? I looked at him. I said, shut up. I'm ready. He looked at me. He said, you tell me to shut up? I said, yeah. Zip it. It's going to take you years to ever beat Ohio State here. <laughs> it's going to take you years. Then you're going to win the natty and you're going to leave for the Chargers. And people are like, did you tell him that I did? You know why? Boom. Clap of light. I feel blinded for a moment and I see the future. Uh, Jim Comperoni, by the way, SpartanMeg.com. Uh, he'll join us later. He did say he liked Ace's Huddle Jr. highlights. And he also said he played like one of the Allen brothers. 
So we'll see. It's Ace's journey, man. I'm proud of the dude. 3.8 GPA. Treats people with respect. Teammates love him. People always say nice things about him. I couldn't ask for more from a kid. Antonia Nice and Ferris State won two of the last three D2 National Championships, offering him the morning after signing day, looking ahead to the 2025 class. It's awesome. He's ranked number 59 by Prep Red Zone. 59 in the state of Michigan, 2025 players, and number 16 linemen. And it's all his hard work with power strength, with Mark Ennis, Brian Paulson. It's all him, man. Somebody said, hey, what if he plays in college and he gets a holding call when Michigan State's going to win the national championship? What do you say on Monday show? Do you rip your own son? And I told him, well, we haven't talked in four years since he's been in East Lansing. So I guess it's all open game. Uh, Tim Stout, by the way, will also check in uh, from Lansing. I mentioned Josh Garvey, John Beeline, our weekly hoops conversation on Michigan State, Michigan, Big Ten, and the Pistons. Graham Couch, opinion maker for the Lansing State Journal and a co-host on the Couch and the Rube podcast. Uh, He'll be by. Uh, We also threw out our Flying Ace Whiskey, huge question of the day. Uh, that you can answer. It's a pretty simple one, okay? Uh, In regards uh, to the Lions, what's the most important thing, the one thing about this offseason for the Lions? That's our Flying Ace Whiskey. Uh, Huge question of the day. You can answer that one, 866-838-4843. That's one, 866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Speaking of the Lions, I don't know if this is a big deal because it'll be a wait and see how the dude can play. But because he's from Canada, it's kind of not quite a free agent signing, but it is. And they got this Matthew Betts. Now, again, he's. From like Montreal, so it could be Matteo Bretz. <laughs> I don't, does you dig back? I don't know if it's Matteo. I, I don't know. Okay. I don't deal with names. Okay. It's Matthew Betts. I read it like it, he's an American. Like I'm hearing Lee Greenwood, God bless the USA, even though he's from Quebec and they all speak French. But this dude is 6'3, about 260 was the Canadian Football League, which is pro football. He was their defensive player of the year. He put up some monster numbers. 28 years of age. With the BC Lions this last season, fall of 2023, they play in the summer of 2023. 42 tackles, 18 sacks, four forced fumbles over 18 regular season games. Broke the Canadian Football League record for single-season sacks by a Canadian player. Had 96 QB pressures. Played his college ball in Quebec and was a three-time that you, they call it 
their college references you player of the year in Canada. Hey, he's a veteran, edge rusher. I doubt it was big money. Why not, right? Not big, but quick. 6'3", 260-ish. But what I like from this, I'm not saying this guy, Betts, is going to be the answer. But the first thing they do is one of their most glaring needs. They know. Holmes knows. Campbell knows. Aaron Glenn knows. The front office, Dorsey, Spillman, they all know. That's what I like about this. I'm not saying Matthew Betts is going to come in and you know get double-digit sacks for the Lions. It'd be awesome if he could be a third-down guy, a little bit bigger than James Houston, right? But I love it because the Lions immediately said, okay, we still may draft one. We might sign someone else in free agency. But we know, we know what we need. That's what I like about it. If you want to join in, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Flying Ace Whiskey, huge question of the day. The most important thing the Lions need to do this offseason. The most important thing. And then Jeff Risden, who will join us later in the week from Lions Wire, Draft Wire. You can follow those on Facebook, Twitter, online. He threw out a poll question for Lions Wire. Would you bring C.J. Gardner-Johnson back to the Lions on a $3.5 million deal? Heck yes, I would. It's depth. If he stays healthy, $3.5 million is a steal of a deal. So you can also answer that as our... Sidebar question. Thanks to our friends from Flying Ace Whiskey. Make sure you put it in your golf bag, at home, on your bar. Look for it in stores. Ask for it at your local pub, bar, or restaurant. Again, you put it in your golf bag. Don't bring it to the waste management open. <laughs> did you Did you see someone on Twitter? This is I love Twitter. They did the scorecard for the waste management open. 640 police calls. 413, (laughs) like 211 arrests, right? That thing was crazy. People were rushing VIP, VIP booths to get food. (laughs) They're hammered with munchies. (laughs) It was, someone called it the purge of golf. They said there might have been a million people there. A million for a golf tournament. A million. Waste management people are like, oh, we're going to change things up next year. Really? (laughs) You are. The easiest way is, which I thought most tournaments do, you set a number where it's the max you're going to allow on your course. I think the tournament got a little greedy. Take, you know, if, if it was 200,000 people a day, think about the money they made. And people were calling it the wasted management open. I saw, did you see the video compilation on Twitter of it? Oh, my Lord. It looks like they brought the cast of Hangover to do Hangover 5. Hangover 5, the first tee. 
I laugh at it because at least from what we've heard, nobody got hurt. That's a big thing. If you want to join in, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, also you can opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. The food district is now open. There's something for everyone. From Bubba Coo's Burritos to Bonanno's New York Pizza Kitchen to Guy Fieri's Chicken and Ike's Lovin' Sandwiches. Savor every delicious flavor at the all-new food district. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for my good friends from Urban U. Now, they are Michigan's most trusted med spa. Four locations across the state. One in Northville, three in the West Michigan area. And we have a huge giveaway from our friends at Urban U. Nicole told me about healthy skin as a mirror of a healthy body. Urban U Skin Health Giveaway will be one glow-to facial oxygen hydration plus one Skin Vibe treatment. The first and only injectable facial rejuvenation treatment designed to add hydration directly into the skin with results that last up to six months. Now, this prize would be for Valentine's Day for a couple. You can win it. Just be listening to The Huge Show for your cue to call and be lucky caller 14, and you'll qualify for that couples package from Urban U. Four locations, one in Northville, three in West Michigan. For the one close to you, go to theurbanu.com. That's theurbanu.com. Let's go, gotta go, everyone. Time for fun. Sail, cruise, key, relax. Everyone's making tracks. Boat show, gotta go, everyone. In the sun, come on down, get it done. Just add water for some fun. Michigan's most spectacular boat show cruises into DeVos Place. It's the Grand Rapids Boat Show, coming February 14th through 18th. Get that boat and get that deal. Check out over 400 boats. Spacious new family runabouts, ski and surf boats, fishing boats, center consoles, and deluxe pontoons. Great Lakes cruises and motor yachts to 40 feet. For complete boat line listing and to plan your visit, go to grboatshow.com. Also, Tommy's Wake and Surf Shop. Plus, bring the family to see Twiggy, the water skiing squirrel. Register to win an HO Sports Hawaiian Island inflatable dock from Action Water Sports. No purchase necessary. That's only at the Grand Rapids Boat Show this Wednesday through Sunday, DeVos Place. GRBoatShow.com. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The 
The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Flying Ace Whiskey, huge question of the day. What's the one thing, the most important thing the Lions need to do during the offseason? You can answer that question on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That is 1-866-838-HUGE. Go to John and Holt listening on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. You're on the Huge Show. Hey, Huge. How are you doing today? Hey, J-Dog. I would say the Lions need secondary help and a uh, pass rusher. That's the two most important things. Yep. For your other question, they should bring back C.J. Gardner, I think. Yeah, with three and a half million, that would be a no-brainer if he takes. I don't think there are other takers. What I do love is I ask everybody what's the most one thing, the most important thing, and John starts with two things out of Holt listening on the game, 7.30 a.m. Let's go to Brian and Zeeland in Ottawa County listening on WHTC. You're on the Huge Show. Hey, how you doing? What's up, B? All right, well, listen. Nick Mullins, quarterback for the Vikings, out the in, most of the year with injuries, comes back as a four-string for, throws for 440 yards against the Lions. Granted, he had four interceptions. Their secondary is no good whatsoever. What do you think Mahomes would have done to their secondary? I think the Lions' pass rush would have ate them up there, Brian. I appreciate the call in Zealand. Home with Jeff Risden, Lane Risden, Lizzie Risden. Lizzie's a freshman at Zealand East, great basketball player. Lane owns the lane, 6'9 for Zealand East. On his way to Michigan Tech for our listeners on WMPL, Houghton Hancock, Calumet, AM 920 and 107.3. If you're in the Houghton Hancock, Calumet area, that's God's country. It's not copper country. Let's go talk to Jim Comperoni, SpartanMag.com, the MSU insider. Get his thoughts on Izzo and the Spartans back in action tomorrow. Those road games coming up at Penn State at Michigan will be Pivotal in terms of seeding for the Big Ten and the NCAA tournament. How you doing, Comp? Great, Bill. I, I love that uh, Houghton Hancock region up there in the Key One. Also, it's wonderful up there. The entire state of Michigan. Oh gosh, great to be on the show. Yeah, the UP is just fantastic. It really, it's it's like a whole other state. I don't know if they could ever use that in you know, tourism <laughs> market. Hey, the UP, it's like a whole other state. It is. It, is, it really is. Once you cross the bridge, it's amazing. Uh, it, it looks like you're in Colorado or something the minute you cross the bridge. I, lo- I love the UP. All right. Uh, speaking of UP, it was from Iron Mountain. Uh, that that was a the Illinois win. It's up there with Baylor when I'm looking at the best wins of the year for Michigan State. Yeah, it, it was. And the, you know what? They kind of desperately needed both games. The Baylor game was strange. You know, Michigan State had racked up a lot of early season losses. Lost to you know James Madison, who turned out to be really good. But they went into that Baylor game and they needed to win. I, I don't remember a time when Michigan State needed to win in early December ever. They needed to win. They played that way, and they were lights out that day against a very good Baylor team at Little Caesars Arena. This game against Illinois, Illinois gives you all kinds of matchup problems with their height. I mean, they don't start anyone. Everyone is six six or taller that starts, and it puts a lot of pressure on your matchups. And they find favorable matchups. They make you double team, then they find the open man. They get open three pointers. They're a difficult matchup for Michigan State. Terrence Shannon can fly. He was excellent, 
And Illinois was good, but Michigan State was very good. And their players, A.J. Hogard and others, said that they played. They felt desperate to win. And in the college game these days, if you're playing a desperate team at home, uh, the chances of winning are, are reduced for a team even as good as Illinois. So Michigan State had the, had to win, played with desperation, played with some experience, and they looked like a top 15 team that day at home. Now, can they harness it? Can they show some consistency? That is the big question Michigan State is trying to iron out between now and March. What do you think will happen the rest of the way? When, when we're done talking about Spartan basketball for this season, whenever it ends, yeah, I, I believe they're going to the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, the numbers, all the rankings show it in terms of, you know, Ken Palm and the others. But where where do you think this season is going for Izzo and the Spartans? Or where will yeah. it end? Where will it end? I, yeah, I think I think things do look favorable for them um, with the, the the Ken Palm and all the the indexes and analytics that the selection committee supposedly looks at Michigan state's been comfortably in the top 20 all year, partly because they don't have any, you know, bad losses. James Madison is good. Duke is good. You know, Arizona's good. These are the teams they've lost to Wisconsin's fallen lately. You know, they, they're good. Nebraska's strong. You got wins over Baylor, Illinois, you know, even the wins over Butler and Indiana state in the non-conference are good, solid wins. There's no bad losses. And, um, now can they sock away victories in some of these quote-unquote winnable games? Now, in the Big Ten, everybody is having trouble winning on the road. Everybody's having trouble winning on the road. So you look at it, and you're like, okay, at Michigan, should be able to win that game. Well, tell that to Wisconsin. When you've got, when you've got Doug McDaniel playing half the games, everybody else is kind of getting tired and beaten up, not Doug McDaniel. I mean, you think he doesn't have, feel like he's got a lot to prove? You put him on that team at home? Hey, Michigan's not going to be easy for anybody, especially that rivalry game against Michigan State. You know, Penn State, no one knew what to think about them coming in this year. With Mike Rhodes, first-year coach, that's who Michigan State's playing on Wednesday. It's at Penn State. You know, Mike Rhodes, first-year coach from VCU. Um, you know, he had three one-and-dones in five years at VCU. Pretty good for, for VCU. They've been hot lately. They're 6-7 and seven in the Big Ten. They are right behind Michigan State and Nebraska in the Big Ten. You know, no one knew what to think about them because they're bringing in Ace Baldwin, transfer from VCU, Nick Kern, transfer from VCU, you know, Zach Hicks, transfer from Apple, DeMarco Dunn, transfer from North Carolina. Nobody knew who these guys were. But I tell you what, in the last three weeks, Penn State's been playing some pretty reputable basketball. And, uh, you know, they, they barely lost at Northwestern a couple of days ago. They beat Wisconsin at home. It's going to be a tough game, and Michigan State needs to be ready to play another game of top 20-level basketball to win on the road on Wednesday. So you're asking where are they going to land? I'm not sure where they're going to land Wednesday and this Saturday at Penn State, at Michigan. If they win those two games, then they come home against Iowa and Ohio State, and then I think people might might start talking about Michigan State being a team that is really warming up toward March. I think that can happen. Um, but we will learn more on Wednesday because everywhere in the entire landscape of college basketball, very few teams are consistently taking care of business. You look at Kansas last night getting blown out at Texas Tech. Everybody in the top ten loses all the time. To, to wrap it all up, last year, you know, San Diego State makes the title game. Florida Atlantic goes to the Final Four. Miami Hurricanes go to the Final Four. This has become a very random sport. And the postseason is one in, and you got 40 minutes to prove yourself. I think when that tournament starts, I think there's going to be more than 30 teams that are capable of going to the Final Four. And Michigan State does not match up with everybody, 
but I don't know how many teams out there that do. If you get a favorable draw, you get hot on a certain day, yeah, Tom Izzo's capable of making another run. But we're going to learn more on Wednesday, and it might not be positive. That's college basketball this year. We'll see. I thought the at Penn State and what you mentioned at Michigan, two really key games yeah. for this team that if they win them, I believe they have a shot at finishing second in the Big Ten, maybe third, but second. They could be uh, in that conversation. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMag.com, the MSU Insider, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line, and I agree with you. I think this will be, and I know we say it every year, well, you know, anybody could win. No, I'm, I'm talking that if you look at the top 25, and, and Michigan State isn't a part of that top 25, mm-hmm. and you look at teams they've beaten, which would be Baylor at number 12 and Indiana State at number 23, right? We're talking teams yeah. that where they've won. You look at they've beaten Illinois, another ranked team at 14, there's no reason if State can find some consistency that the Sweet 16 is realistic and anything beyond that could be classic is, though, depending on where you're at on a bracket and who's on your path to the Final Four. And I guarantee there are not a lot of teams or coaches around the country that would raise their hand and say, yeah, we want Michigan State in our bracket. <laughs> I agree. They don't want to. They don't want to see Michigan State in their. No, practice. everybody. Last UConn. Year. They're saying UConn. You know, Purdue. I agree. Purdue is mm-hmm. Final Four yeah. team in my mind, far and away uh, the best complete team in the Big Ten. Houston. Uh, yeah. They have no offense, but they are number three in the country because they play great defense. Marquette, uh, Arizona, Kansas, North Carolina, Duke, Tennessee, Iowa State, South Carolina. South Carolina has been a great. Story, they're a team to watch that I think could be a mm-hmm. Final Four team. All right, uh, beyond uh, Izzo and basketball, uh, what's the word you're getting on Coach Smith now that he can take a breath, at least for a little bit? What are their spring football plans for MSU football? Have you heard anything? Just getting to know their players and and starting um, – you know, taking more steps toward building their culture. Well, when are they going to start up everything, and are they going to do a spring scrimmage, spring game, spring, you know, how, how they going to run it uh, in his first spring, any science? Yeah, spring game is um, April 20th, and they don't know yet whether they've got the depth to have a spring game. Last year at Oregon State, they played a, a spring game, you know, a traditional spring game type of game plays, keeping score and all those things. They don't know if they've got the depth to do that. You know, you, you need at least three centers to have a spring game, three or four, and a couple of full offensive lines. Do they have that? They're still getting to know their personnel. So it's um, they'll be starting, getting started with that here in a few weeks. I've heard from, you know, some, some parents of players who play at Michigan State say that this, this, um, this winter, winter conditioning has been different. It's been very challenging. And when it started, they were, they were extremely sore. And, the, you know, you know how athletes are. They get tired of losing. They're, they're buying in. They're, they want to get, get, uh, get everything, get their feet on the ground and, and start working for these guys. So I think initially um, Jonathan Smith and his coaching staff have resonated with these players, and they're excited to be uh, getting to work and heading, heading toward March themselves. Yeah, Com's excited about March and spring football. You can follow everything Michigan State. Also, the hockey program is sliding through uh, possibly one of the better years you've seen uh, with Michigan State Hockey. Follow everything at SpartanMag.com. That is SpartanMag.com. Comp, uh, we'll talk soon. 
Sounds great, Bill. Have a great day. Thank you. All right, Jim Comperoni from SmartMeg.com checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Less than 30 minutes, Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com on Michigan setting an NFL combine record with 18 players invited to Indy. It breaks the old record from LSU with 16, 18 players. And there is a, hey, the national championship was great the last three years, Big Ten triple champs. Ohio State three times, but man, if you're going to lose talent like that and most of your coaching staff, Sharon Moore, not on the clock, but if he can find a way to go eight and four, nine and three after what Michigan has lost, that would be a phenomenal season. We'll talk Michigan football and basketball with Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com in less than 30 minutes. Everything huge, 24-7 at net. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Bill Simonson here for Flying Ace Craft Spirits. You can chart your own course with small batch American-made whiskeys. And also, they're connected to Folds of Honor here in Michigan, providing four scholarships this year through Flying Ace Craft Spirits to the children of men and women injured or killed in combat. Look for Flying Ace Craft Spirits and that small batch American-made whiskeys in different flavors at local stores or ask for it at your local pub, bar, or restaurant. Fly and Ace exist at the intersection of independence and precision. They distill fine spirits for Mavericks, the adventurous, the cunning, and the bold. You can find out more and also order online if you're 21 and up at flyingaspirits.com or look for it in stores all across Michigan or at your local bar, pub, or restaurant. Find Valentine's deals you'll love with One Stop at Meyer. From flowers to sweets, it's all in one place. Get a rose bouquet for $18.99. Choose a Valentine's Day card for someone special. Then get your favorite wine, candy, and chocolate. Or you can build your own bouquet. Pick the flowers, trim, arrange them, and enjoy. And don't forget to shop other quality products and deals across the store. There are so many ways to save this Valentine's Day when you make just one stop at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Listening to the huge show on the Michigan Sports Network.
The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. I grabbed a had them for the people here at our flagship station, 96-1 The Game in Grand Rapids. I've always called them Pizzackies, and then Superfly said, what's a Pizzacki? So it's like that donut. Isn't this Fat Tuesday today? And he goes, it's a pushki. I go, a poochki? Poonchki. I'm like, okay, Vladimir. Whatever it is, it's basically a donut with jelly in it. A poonchki. Hey, how you doing? It's Thursday. You owe me 10 poonchkis. I've called it Pazaki forever. That's why people looked at me weird. Was it a Polish day? It's my bad. It's a punchki. It's a punchki. 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 Could do a good dance song with that. Just punchki. You know, I mentioned at the top of the hour that Michigan has set an NFL combine record for 18 invites, eclipsing LSU's 16 invites to an NFL combine. These are the 18 who were invited JJ McCarthy, Blake Corum, Cornelius Johnson, Roman Wilson, AJ. Barner, the tight end, Carson Barnhart, Ladarius Henderson, Trent A. Jones, Trevor Keegan, Drake Nugent, Zach Zenner, Jalen Harrell, Braden McGregor, Chris Jenkins, Michael Barrett, Junior Colson, Mike Samristill, and Josh Wallace. And from the Wolverine.com, speaking to how veteran of a squad Michigan had during that national championship season. Only two players among the bunch, McCarthy and Colson, departed after three seasons. Many others left eligibility on the table, including due to the 2020 season counting as a free year. But most were either seniors or fifth-year players. 18. Man. You know, you're, you're going to look back. And what Harbaugh said before the season, he told somebody, I saw this from the NFL Network, that he'll have at least 15 players drafted. 18 are going to the combine. Doesn't mean all 18 will get drafted. But with that national championship, with this run, that was the greatest three years in the history of University of Michigan athletics. It was. Nothing against any minor non-revenue sport or what they've done. I'm talking... That three-year run, beating Ohio State three times. Three straight Big Ten championships. Three straight college football playoff appearances culminating with hammering Washington for the national title after winning an epic game against Bama. You're Sharon Moore. Yeah, you've lost a lot of coaches with Harbaugh to the Chargers, and I understand that. He faces what I think is the toughest regular season schedule on paper. That can change. 
on paper that Michigan has ever had. I think if that dude is 8-4 and four this year, it's one heck of a season. Because you don't know a quarterback yet. You're going to try and figure that out in spring ball, or you're going to get another transfer coming in, and that transfer would only have the summer. Savor those last three years. And by the way, Chris Bowles told me, the Wolverine.com, they have their national championship season magazine on Michigan football. Just go to the Wolverine.com. Also, if you miss any of our huge opinions, hours, full shows, interviews, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We are back live across Michigan, hour number two on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 radio stations. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. There you can listen to the free stream weekdays at three. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show and you can listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. In a few minutes, Anthony Broom for the Wolverine.com will join us. We'll talk about Michigan. Take it on Illinois tonight in hoops. Also, today, the NFL sent out the combine list of invites, and Michigan had 18. An NFL record for combine invitations from one school in one year. The old record was 16. By LSU. Also, get the latest on Sharon Moore's staff. He's putting that together. And what's the buzz on the transfer portal? Could Michigan lose some dudes? Anthony Broom in a couple of minutes. Tim Stout from the game 7:30 a.m. in Lansing. One of the legendary broadcasters in Michigan, a TV icon in Lansing. He'll join us from the game 7:30 a.m. In about 20 minutes, less than an hour, our weekly talking hoops with former Michigan head coach John Beeline, along with Josh Garvey, who is the managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew's GR office. We'll talk about Michigan, Michigan State, the Big Ten, and the Pistons flipping their roster. Graham Couch for the Lansing State Journal. Couch in the Room podcast before we are done. If you want to join in, we do have our Flying Ace Whiskey huge question of the day. 
What's the most important thing the Lions need to do this offseason? To win the NFC. That would be go at least one game further, which would put them in the Super Bowl. You can answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan because they're a Michigan-based bank. Your money stays in Michigan, and they have local decision makers. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. You can also opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Speaking of texting, text IMPACT, I-M-P-A-C-T, to 21000, and you'll go into the drawing this summer to win Lomas Brown's Lions Golf Cart, a custom tricked-out golf cart, courtesy of Drew and his crew at IMPACT Power Sports in Rockford, 14 Mile. They service the entire state. West Michigan's newest Yamaha golf cart dealer. You could win that. And if you're looking for your own tricked-out custom golf cart for the neighborhood business, the golf club, the lake house, you can design it. Start to finish with Drew and his crew at Impact Power Sports, but text IMPACT right now to 21000, and you'll be in that drawing this summer at our huge golf event at the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. We'll talk about Michigan putting 18 players uh, record in the NFL Combine. Harbaugh told one of the broadcasters before the season that he thought 15 of his players uh, would get drafted, so he does know the NFL. He is in the NFL right now. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com also give us his thoughts on Juwan Howard and Michigan basketball. The up-and-down ride continues. Sharon Moore still trying to fill his staff a lot going on with the football season over still, isn't it? Oh, you know, people always say, oh, what do you guys do when football season's done? As if we're just you know, twiddling our thumbs and waiting for something to do. But uh, as anyone who follows Michigan knows, it's, it's always something one way or another. And uh, right now it feels like things are kind of, you know, you had a couple weeks there where you had coaches leaving and you had, you know, kind of the come down from the national title. And now it's, it's back to, you know, I would say a vibe of optimism. Uh, Sharon Moore's building the staff out and, um, and maybe, you know, men's basketball is what it is right now, but, uh, things are feel things are feeling like they're calming down on that front as we transition into this new era. All right. We'll get to the 18 Michigan players invited to the combine an NFL record in a moment to the NFL combine. Uh, but where is a more ad on a staff right now? Where is there still work that needs to be done? Yeah, I think the defensive side of the ball right now is kind of the emphasis. You know, you were waiting for Mike Elston leaves for the Chargers, Steve Klinkscale. We thought he would stay at Michigan. He ultimately decides to leave for the Chargers as well. So uh, you bring in Wink Martindale as your defensive coordinator, and you're replacing literally your entire staff on that side of the ball. So uh, it looks like uh, Scruggs from Wisconsin is going to come over as defensive line coach. Uh, you know, a couple other uh, guys, a couple other positions they still need to fill, you know, with linebackers, with defensive backs. But, um, again, the offensive staff, pretty well set. Uh, Kurt Campbell, offensive coordinator. You move Grant Newsom to the offensive line. Ron Bellamy sticks around at wide receiver. Steve Kasula, uh will be the new tight ends coach. It's kind of just a matter of, of seeing what happens with that running back coach job right now. Uh, Mike Hart's contract 
did expire. Uh, we have not heard about his status one way or another. Things have been really quiet on that front. So uh, we'll see what happens with all that. But yeah, yeah, it does feel like we're finally at a spot where the conversation turns from, okay, who's leaving, who's going to stick around to moves are actually being made. And, and, you know, they set a date for the spring game a couple of days ago. It's going to be on April 20th. So a few weeks later than normally is. So, you know, the, the wheels are turning uh, as, as Sharon kind of, um, gets this thing rolling here. You know, he felt, you know, he described it as, you know, all the moves he has to make as, you know, being in a third and long and having to come up with a play call to get yourself, you know, in, in favorable, favorable position with every move that he makes, you know, you get closer and closer to stability and, and building things out for next year, which, you know, they have the bones of a pretty good football team still. So that's where things are at there right now. Uh, we'll see where it goes from there, but uh, like the progress that's been made for sure. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Rose Thunberg Coffee Guest Line talking Michigan football. We'll get to Michigan hoops and that NFL combine number uh, in a moment. Uh, the key's going to be, you know, and again, they're marquee players. There's not a ton of them when you got 18 guys going to the combine uh, from that Michigan National Championship team. Do you think when, whether it's the, the, the next combine window or uh, end of this semester, Will Michigan be hit with any big names who will transfer? Uh, I think, again, right now it's tough to say. Um, you know, pretty telling that there haven't been really any major guys yet. But again, you are in the middle of a semester and you pass the ad drop date. And, you know, when you look at all of these schools, you know, Washington included, Alabama included, Arizona, UCLA, all of these schools that have had these big changes since the new year, um, I really think that this spring portal period has the chance to be chaos for everyone. And from Michigan's perspective, you know, you go to the collectives and, you know, these collectives need to go to the players and say, Hey, listen, we know that tampering, you know, tampering is apparently legal. Now we know you're going to have offers out there. What is it going to take to keep you around? And I know those, those efforts are well underway as well. And, uh, you know, again, it's a coaching change. And in the here and now, would I be surprised to see, you know, some big names move? No, I wouldn't. Um, at the same time, I think something that Michigan has working in their favor, you know, unlike Kalen DeBoer leaving Washington or unlike uh, Jed Fish leaving Arizona, you know, Michigan's last head coach went to the NFL. So the only way to follow your head coach right now is to, to go to the NFL, to get drafted by the Chargers. So um, I think that's something that Michigan does have working in their favor. But, you know, again, there are schools, and again, you look at all those, you know, most of the transfer portal news right now seems to revolve around, you know, your old Miss, uh, Oregon, Texas. Um, all of those schools are kind of gearing up for the position next year, and, and and I know that a couple Michigan guys have heard from at least one of those schools. So, again, it's, um, you know, the way that college football is now, and, and again, we can either, you know, lament the state of the sport or we can accept it for what it is. Um, you have to constantly re-recruit your roster now, um, which is a bummer, but that's that's going to be one of the bigger challenges. But I think it's one that Michigan is well-equipped to handle, given they did just win a national title. Sharon Moore has been here. There's a lot of familiar faces still around. Even the guys that they're hiring are outside of the family, so to speak. Um, you know, bring good pedigrees and it's something to be excited about. So, again, never say never, but I think that things are going to be relatively calm with them. I really do. Anthony Broom for the Wolverine.com joining us on the huge show across Michigan. 
Wow, that number. Uh, when the story came down today, uh, the NFL Combine list for Indy was released, and the Wolverines set a record. Uh, nothing against the SEC or any other national champion, but 18 players off of last year's Michigan's football team going to the Combine, or at least invited. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a heck of an achievement. Wow. And again, I know a lot of people a lot of people will say, "Oh, well, you don't have a whole lot of first round guys." And I, at this point, I think it's pretty clear JJ McCarthy is going to be a first round pick, and he's going to go higher than the people who you know watched him play think he should go. But you know, when you look at the NFL, you know the the bones of your roster are built on day two. They're built on day three, and Michigan's got guys you know in every single position group from this national title team that I think are going to, at the very least, be quality players. Now, it's not saying you're going to have five or six future pro bowlers, but, you know, with this group of guys that they're sending this year, I think they're going to send a lot of guys that are going to be in the NFL for, for a decent, for a decent amount of time. And, and for a lot of those guys, uh, like a Roman Wilson, for example, maybe even your best football is still ahead of you. You know, Roman Wilson, um, JJ McCarthy, obviously a candidate for that, given how past happy the NFL is. So again, it's, it's a quality group. I think it, uh, you know, it goes back to the conversation about, you know, what was Michigan, you know, was Michigan cheating to win football games and, you know, the scandal and, and you know what it is, it's, it's players win football games. And it has a lot more to do with, I think the 14 guys that they sent to the combine last year, the 18 guys they're going to send this year they've been loaded the last few years and then they've earned it. And when push came to shove this year, those players won those, those tough games down the stretch. So uh, it's incredibly, it's incredibly affirming to see the NFL, um, you know, make that sort of gesture to invite that number of guys. And you know what? Probably doesn't hurt all that much that the guy that coached all of them is, is now one of the 32 head coaches in the league either. So uh, I'm excited to see how those guys perform. Cause I think a couple of those guys are really, Probably going to turn some heads when the combine comes around, especially with interviews with teams, and uh, be fun to watch. One thing I told Ballas yesterday on the show: uh, it's amazing to see that there hasn't been one negative directed towards Harbaugh since he accepted the Chargers' job and became an NFL head coach, compared to all the garbage he dealt with at his own school, in his own conference, with rivals, and with national college football insiders since the day he arrived on campus. It is shocking to see all the allegations on how he was labeled a cheater, how there should be an asterisk on that national championship. Yet when you look at the respect he has garnered amongst seasoned NFL media members and the NFL community and the fact that 18 of his his players are invited to the combine, it really shows you the hit job uh, that was successful in getting Harbaugh uh, back to the NFL, even though he wanted to go there. But I think if there would have been a different climate environment, I don't know if he'd be back in the NFL right now. Yeah, you know what's kind of remarkable is that the percentage is flipped. Now it's, you know, I think there's probably a percentage of Michigan fans that probably hold him in contempt for for leaving the program than, than there were compared to, you know, all the national voices that, like you said, put the asterisk next to it and all of that. But um, again, you know, the other thing that's, that's clear too is, you know, think of when, and again, this, it's not really a rivalry thing. It's just another example of a, a college, an established college coach going to the NFL. 
think of a guy like Urban Meyer. You know, when he was hired by the Jaguars, you're saying, gosh, you know, I don't know if his ego will be able to handle it. And, you know, what if, what if it takes time to build it there? And obviously, you know, he leaves that organization in disgrace. But all of the, the, the national scuttlebutt, all of the takes about Harbaugh, I've been like, yeah, he's going to win there. And he's going to do a hell of a job there probably. So, um, again, I think that uh, history, it'll be really interesting to see where all of, you know, when the dust settles on all this, because again, it hasn't been in the news, but I assume there's still going to be some sort of price to pay and some sort of finality for whatever Michigan was accused of. But um, if this all comes to a close without Harbaugh really, you know, shown to have done anything wrong or had any knowledge of any wrongdoing, I think a lot of people are going to look pretty stupid. A lot of people already look pretty stupid, uh, irreparably, in my opinion, if you prominent uh, insiders across the country, but Hey, I mean, it's, it's entertainment now, you know, that's, you know, it, it's about the storyline. It's about the clicks. It's about the engagement and that Jim Harbaugh easy button was one that a lot of people love to hit for the last nine years. And uh, a lot of people searching for what to hit now in college football with, uh, you know, a lot of guys uh, deciding to move on. So we'll see what happens, but yeah, it is, it is interesting for sure. Uh, before I let you go, uh, Michigan at Illinois, that road trip began at Nebraska. They're down 43-13, coming off a great win, best win of the year at home against uh, Wisconsin. Now they get Illinois, who will be angry after getting beat by Michigan State. That game will be in Champaign-Urbana. Uh, it's, it's almost like you expect Michigan to get blown out on the road, and you hope they can win a game at home. That's where they're at. Yeah, I mean, you, you've essentially forfeited every game that Doug McDaniel doesn't play, and that's, that's no excuse. Like, you need to see, you know, there needs to be a better compete level. But at the same time, that's what's so frustrating about that situation is that, you know, you come off of that game against Wisconsin, and it's, again, whether you think Wisconsin's fraudulent or not, that was a pretty darn good wire-to-wire effort from that team. But, you know, the second you have to pack up your stuff, get on a plane, it's impossible to carry that momentum over because you don't have your best player with you. And, um, you know, top to bottom, it's just, it, it's been, you know, I, I know you're shorthanded, but being down 30 points in the first half of a Big Ten game against a team that really any team, I don't care if it's Purdue, I don't care if it's Rutgers, I don't care if it's Nebraska, like it was over the weekend, that's unacceptable. And And this team just has an inability to carry over something to hang their hat on from game to game, from week to week. And, you know, when the dust clears on this season, like what is, what are they going to have to hang their hat on moving forward? I don't know because I don't know what the path forward is for them because I don't see it under this current regime. And I'd be happy to eat my crow on that. Um, You know, if Juwan Howard comes back and, and flips everything and resets and gets back on track, but, Really, this has been two seasons of, of just, real, quite frankly, a downward spiral. And uh, maybe we should have seen it coming when you lose two lottery picks and a, a former All-American center, but they've been um, somehow worse than a lot of people thought they would be, which is which is baffling. They're not a good team, but the talent on this roster is not the least talented roster in the Big Ten. Uh, it, it's just been it's been a nightmare from start to finish after start – actually – started 3-0, and and it's been a nightmare since. Yeah, I, I don't see it getting better either, but I believe because Emmanuel hired him, uh, he'll get another year. 
Uh, Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com. You can follow everything University of Michigan Athletics at the Wolverine.com. They also have their limited edition Michigan Football National Championship Collector's Edition uh, magazine at the Wolverine.com. Anthony, appreciate it. Enjoy it. Of course. Thank you, guys. Yeah, I think he's I think he's on some downtime. He tweeted out a picture of a pool and palm trees, and he still came on the show, Superfly. Good job. I'm proud of you, kid. I am. Tim Stout from Stout on Sports on the game, 730 a.m. in Lansing. He'll join us in our next segment. John Beeline, former Michigan head basketball coach, his weekly Talking Hoops with Josh Garvey, managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew and myself. We'll have that in about 40 minutes. Graham Couch from the Lansing State Journal on Izzo, the Spartans, and Big Ten basketball. And we have our Flying Ace Whiskey. Huge question of the day. Look for Flying Ace at local stores, spirit shops, and more across Michigan and Escort at your local bar, pub, or restaurant. What's the most important thing the Lions need to do during this offseason? You can answer that question on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, and opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. From Petoskey to Detroit, this show is huge. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Leonard Skinner, ZZ Top, Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino, the sharp-dressed simple man tour. Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Tickets start at $38 and are on sale now at the box office at etix.com. Part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series, Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have locations all around the world. They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA, accounting, and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state, and Josh Garvey is the managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. 
Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Flying Ace Whiskey, huge question of the day. What's the most important thing? One thing at the top of your list that the Lions need to do this offseason to get to a Super Bowl this year. That would be next year in New Orleans, but to win the NFC Championship game, they could not finish can answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Fly tells me that Tim Stout from Stout on Sports heard weekday mornings at 10 a.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. HUGE show live weekdays at 3. He is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign. What's up, my man? I'm actually sitting in a pro shop at a local golf course. Came over to see a friend this afternoon, and he's actually got players, Bill, out bundled up walking around playing a few holes of golf. You don't think Michigan's a great golf state, do you? Unreal. Yeah, well, last week I, I heard court, any course that could open up was opening up, some just for walking, others, you know, keep it on the path. But uh, golf fever, uh, it, we're, we're not based on weather, but – an interest. I think we're a, a top, top ten, top seven state in the country. No question, no question. Per capita, especially. He's got a little nine hole course. He's a friend at Brett's Clubs over here to carry grip. He told me he had ninety four players here last Friday. Ninety four. It was early in February, but like you say, I mean, uh, people took advantage of it. Michigan State's baseball coach, they leave tomorrow on their spring trip. He's been outside for about 12 consecutive days playing. I think they had home games. It's It's been the, I just hope it kind of continues so that it's good, so that it gets us closer and closer to spring as fast as we can get it. And what nine-hole course are you talking about there in the Lansing area? Indian Hills over in Oklahoma. It's a little neighborhood course. This guy's owned it for 45 years, and his specialty is club repair. And uh, for other reasons, I'm off this afternoon. I did radio this morning, so I'm running past Aaron's and my wife, who made her first hole-in-one in Florida a couple of weeks ago. I said, do you ever get these things regripped at all? I mean, it's I don't know how she even holds a club. And this guy's specialty is regripping and fixing clubs, and he's a friend and he's a client. So I stopped by this afternoon, and I said, I can talk to you 10 minutes, and then Bill's calling me uh, to shoot the breeze but uh at any rate uh he's and he's had a 45 years house business he said it's amazing the business we've done in february on a cold day like today too because it's 37 these guys are out playing right now with the love we just gave him on the game 7 30 a.m and statewide you just got grips free and maybe you're walking out with a new wedge yeah you never know <laughs> uh yeah 
<laughs> the pro shops around mid-Michigan all come over here in the winter and have work on all their clubs because he, he's, he's quite a craftsman, to be honest with you. He's a pretty good story. known him for a long time. So on a day when I'm running errands, uh, this was part of the deal because I'm back. I was in Florida for 18 days, Bill, over the last month and a half, twice. And it, by their standards, it, you know, 65 degrees was never over 70, 75. But in Florida, if it's 65, you can play golf down there and it's comfortable. And so at, at 65 degrees in Florida, it doesn't do much to go sit by the beach, but it sure does a lot for the golf courses down there. But I don't think they've got what we've got here. And if we had their weather, just think of what oh. it would do to the economy here. Oh. oh. It'd be it'd be like if we had if we had their weather with the golf courses we have and the resorts, it'd be one of the world's no. top destinations. Yeah, I'll, I'll stop by sometime. Uh, see that guy. I love those stories with those small, uh, long time owned courses. All right, Timmy, yeah. uh, let's move on. Uh, your thoughts on Izzo, Michigan State, huge win against Illinois after the loss to Minnesota. Uh, Izzo, Big Ten. I know we talked last week that. And you've been saying this for a couple of weeks that Michigan State had the schedule to finish and probably get a higher than expected seed in the NCAA tournament. Your thoughts on this team and their ups and downs? Well, I think the whole key to the season moving forward, Bill's the health of Tyson Walker. I mean, he's hurt. He's playing hurt. And if you talk to any of these athletic doctors, they'll tell you these groin injuries, they're very difficult to heal, especially for a sport like basketball. They kept him out of practice for two days. He didn't do anything Sunday and Monday this week. I don't know what he did today, but they're flying to Penn State tonight. They play there tomorrow night. That's a dangerous place to play. I mean, you would say on paper, if everybody's healthy, which at this time of the year, guys are starting to go down one way or another, or at least they're restricted a little bit, you would say, well, they're favored at Penn State uh, tomorrow night and their favorite at Michigan Saturday night, but are they really? You know Michigan's going to play like crazy with their top player you know, in uniform uh, for the home games, and they beat Wisconsin at home last weekend, and Penn State, to me, has really improved at home, not on the road as much, although they did win by 14 at Indiana last week, and you know they're going to play like crazy tomorrow night against Michigan State, even though Michigan State beat them by 30 in East Lansing. If Walker can play reasonably close to his level, then the schedule to me favors them pretty well because the only game I see where they're going to really struggle, no matter about that, is Purdue down the road. But beyond that, I mean, the three home games they have left, they'll, Northwestern will give them a the game, no question, but they've got Ohio State and Iowa, and I don't see problems there. I don't see problems there even if Walker is struggling. But I think Tom is, Izzo is trying to figure out now what's the magical formula to get the most he can get out of Walker and not make his injury worse. Because remember, when you get to March, you got to deal with the end of the regular season, which is jammed up. Then you've got that dumb Big Ten tournament, which really doesn't get you much except a lot of tired players. And you got to play day after day after day till you get knocked out. And then you've got the tournament. So Walker's going to get a lot of busy action moving forward if he can play. And I think Tom's trying to figure out the best the best remedy and the best course of action for him to play and then to rest him and to get him as much rehab and how much is he going to practice? And when he does practice, how hard are you going to push him? That to me is the magical formula for what they have. Because I don't know how they're going to go far. They're going to go with him healthy in March, but I do think without him, 
they're they're it, it's almost a lost cause. He's that good. as you know, he's that good. And he's that important to them, and he's going to get targeted the rest of the way by all these teams. He's not very big, so he gets beat around, shoved around, he gets hit. And if that aggravates that injury, that can't be good news for them. So we'll see. Tim Stout, Stout on Sports Heard weekday mornings at 10 a.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m. Huge show is live weekdays in Lansing at 3 on a.m. 7.30. Uh, before I let you go, Tim, our Flying Ace Whiskey, huge question of the day. What's one thing, the most important thing the Lions need to do this offseason that could get them over that NFC Championship game hump and to a Super Bowl? What would it be? Well, I think that came up this morning with us. They got, what, 20 free agents? They got to identify the free agents they absolutely cannot afford to lose and don't want to lose, whoever they decide that is. Then with the 29th pick, they need a, a defensive back who is a lockdown back who's going to start right out of the chute and is going to be difficult for someone else. I don't know if they'll trade up. They talk about doing that all the time. But those two things right there, I mean, if they can maintain and not lose in a, you know, in a sport where players are coming and going constantly because of the way the system works, but if they can you know, hold the guts of the team together that got them to where they are and they all know each other and they all like each other and believe in each other, then that'd be great. But as you know, it's a business. And from one season to the next, these rosters change a great deal. And if, But if they can hold the key guys together, whoever they identify as their key guys who are free agents, then I think that's absolutely crucial for them moving forward and gives them a great running start toward 2024. Timmy, I'll let you go. Uh, that grip job on your wife's clubs and your club's almost done. You sold it. You put the cherry on top with a statewide uh, mentioned both of us, Indian Hills, Aaron Okemos, 45 years, one of the great masters in terms of his work on the clubs. I love it, Tim. Tell him I said hello, okay? I will do that right now because he's right here. Yeah, let him know. Let him know because when I'm driving through next time, I'm getting my clubs regripped. I'll tell him I'll make that set up for you. You won't get him done by any better guy. J.C. Peterson, he's been in business 50 years, 45 here. So uh, we're in re- reminiscing over old times. I said, I can talk to you in 10 minutes because I said, Bill's calling me. I said, when he calls, you drop what you're doing. So anyway. Well, you tell him I said hello and congrats on 45 years. He's a Lansing golf legend. And I'm serious. When I come through, I'll get my clubs regripped. Okay. He's the best. No question. I'll tell him that. All right. Thank you, Tim Stout. Stout on sports. Yeah. Uh, for the game, 730 a.m. Heard weekday mornings, 10 a.m. Huge show is live. In Lansing, Monday through Friday, 3 until 6, on the game, 7.30 a.m. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Let's go, gotta go, everyone. Time for fun. Sail, cruise, key, relax. Everyone's making tracks. Boat show, gotta go, everyone. In the sun, come on down, get it done. Just add water for some fun. Michigan's most spectacular boat show cruises into DeVos Place. It's the Grand Rapids Boat Show, coming February 14th through 18th. Get that boat and get that deal. Check out over 400 boats. Spacious new family runabouts, ski and surf boats, fishing boats, center consoles, and deluxe pontoons. Great Lakes cruises and motor yachts to 40 feet. For a complete boat line listing and to plan your visit, go to grboatshow.com. Also, Tommy's Wake and Surf Shop. Plus, bring the family to see Twiggy, the water skiing squirrel. Register
register to win an HO Sports Hawaiian Island inflatable dock from Action Water Sports. No purchase necessary. That's only at the Grand Rapids Boat Show this Wednesday through Sunday, DeVos Place. GRBoatShow.com. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. There's a new player in town. Hi, I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver, and I'm talking about Eagle Casino and Sport, the real money mobile casino. It's so easy to play. You can go from wager to winner to wallet, just like that. Sign up now and we'll match your deposit up to $1,500, or you can get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. Save big on fuel with M-Perks. Earn points on your Meyer purchases in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save up to $1 off per gallon of gas at Meyer. Claim your M-Perks fuel rewards in the Meyer app and ID at the pump to save. Plus, earn points for qualifying Meyer Express purchases and look for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. $0.10 cents to $1 off per gallon based on points earned. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Listening to the huge show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge here with my good friend Lomas Brown. It's time to talk about Impact Power Sports, Michigan's newest Yamaha golf cart destination on 14 Mile Road in Rockford, just north of GR. And people are coming from everywhere to see the Lomas Lions Yamaha golf cart. And Lomas, I know you love this cart. <laughs> Oh, my goodness, man. Look, everybody, like you say, is a showstopper. Everybody walks by, they stop, they look at it, it's outfitted with the Lions logos everywhere on it. It's Lions colors. It's made for a big fella like me. Hey, it's all it's all it's cracked up to be huge. Now, Drew told me, Lomas, that they sold six custom Lomas Brown Lions golf carts in three days at the recent Grand Rapids RV show, and he said the Lions Nation going crazy over this cart. Anybody can get a Lions cart uh, made exactly like Lomas, custom designed by Drew and the crew at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford, north of GR, but they service uh, the entire state. And Lomas, there'll be a couple chances coming up for the fans to meet you and myself at Outdoor Rama in Detroit. At the Suburban Collection Showplace, we'll be back there. That will be the weekend of February 22nd through the 25th and the Ultimate Outdoor Show in Grand Rapids, March 7th through the 10th. And you'll be there for a time that we'll announce at a later date at the Impact Power Sports booth. So those are pretty cool situations. And what I love, Lomas, is how you interact with all the people that come up to you. 
Well, it's fun. I mean, it's fun interacting with the people. What they're coming to see is that cart. I'm just, I just happen to be standing next to it, but that cart drives their attention there. And we're having fun, man. It's been a great year with the Lions. And it's just been a ride, dude. It really has been this year. Yeah, you can find out more about those Yamaha golf carts and getting your own custom golf cart for your neighborhood, for your business, for the lake house, uh, for the golf club. Uh, just stop by and see Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford. They service the entire state or look for them on Facebook. And also Impact Power Sports is the largest Avaton e-bike dealer in West Michigan. All models are available. Find out more at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford or look for Drew and the crew at Impact Power Sports on Facebook. They love Lomas. We love Lomas. Lomas, we'll talk soon. Absolutely. Thanks, my good man. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We'll talk hoops with former Michigan coach John Beeline. We'll get to the Wolverines, Spartans, Big Ten, and the Pistons. That is coming up in just about 10 minutes. Graham Couch from the Lansing State Journal and a co-host on Couch in the Room podcast. More on Michigan State and Nizzo. And could there be another month of Izzo in March? Couch. In about 40 minutes, we also have our flying ace whiskey. Huge question of the day. What's the most important thing? The one thing the Lions need to do this offseason where they get to that Super Bowl in New Orleans a year from now. You tell me on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. You can also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. I did tell you earlier on the show that from the British Columbia Lions, Our Detroit Lions signed the CFL, Canadian Football League, Pro League. Superfly didn't even know there was a Pro Football League in Canada. He was the CFL Defensive Player of the Year. Matthew Betts, a Canadian, and they signed him. Well, the BC Lions sent out a tweet with a photo (laughs) Of him, I don't think it's him, in a Lions uniform. Somebody photoshopped, I think it looks like a photo of, I swear to God, it looks like Bobby Boucher from the Waterboy. And that's what I tweeted out at a huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook. You can go see it. I said, this photo of CFL player from the BC Lions, British Columbia Lions, in the Canadian Football League, that the Lions are Detroit Lions Sign looks like the guy is straight out of the movie Waterboy. 
He doesn't look like he's 6'3", 260. This photo looks like a kicker. (laughs) I'll tell you, some of the video that's circulating on Twitter about this dude, quick, fast, 6'3", about 260, can move. He's not the answer. But as I said in my opening huge opinion, the Lions, they know what they need. No matter what you want to answer in our Flying Ace Whiskey huge question of the day, the Lions know. The first thing about anybody really signed is a speed rusher that can go opposite Hutch. There's talk of a $3.5 million deal like Jeff Risden from Lionswire, who will join us later in the week on the show. He put out an informal poll earlier today at Lionswire. I said, yeah, take that guy for $3.5 million as depth. Injury prevention. But I like what I'm hearing already. Lions season is less than three weeks from ending in San Francisco. And I trust Brad Holmes. I trust Campbell. Glenn, Ben Johnson on what they need. What is missing? Yeah, as that caller said earlier from Zeeland, their secondary was horrible at the end of the year. Horrible. And then teams could figure out how to get after Hutch. But the Lions still found a way to compete and still lost by three against the Niners. I trust the Lions off the field more than ever before in my life. Superfly wanted me to remind everybody, we're looking for caller 14 right now. If you want to go into the drawing tomorrow for that Valentine's Day package worth $1,600, hydrofacial for you and your loved one, skin revive, $1,600 package from Urban U with four locations, one in Northville, three in the Grand Rapids area. Caller 14, one 838 4843 You will be a winner that is caller 14 at 1-866-838-HUGE. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the HUGE Show across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering. Inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. What's up, Michigan? It is time for another hour on this Tuesday broadcast on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. There you can listen to the free stream weekdays at 3. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. Tuesdays right around 5 p.m. always means we talk some hoops as we bring in former Michigan head basketball coach John Beeline, currently a 
Big Ten Network in studio analyst. You see him weekends during the basketball season. Josh Garvey, managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew, one of the world's top accounting CPA and business firms. He heads up the Grand Rapids office or world headquarters around the east side of the state in Troy. And we talk Michigan State, Michigan Pistons, not in any order each and every week and just the world of basketball. So let's begin, uh, John. And by the way, welcome in, Josh. How are we doing? You doing good? I'm doing well. Thank you. Uh, any, any names you got to clear uh, with uh, Josh? Uh, all of us, uh, the pronunciations. Good luck now uh, in basketball. It's crazy. <laughs> but Superfly has a degree in linguistics, so we can we, we, can, we can turn uh, to Superfly. Coach, how you doing? I'm good, Coach. Nice to hear from you again. Nice to be on again this Tuesday. Yeah, it is. It's always good to talk, Coach. It's basketball season. We're almost to yes. March. Uh, so Michigan gets their biggest win of the season last week. You said don't sleep on them. They beat number 11 Wisconsin. I'm thinking, okay. They're going to get a little mojo going here, finish strong, take some heat off this team and coaches, and they go out to Nebraska and they're down 43-13 in that game. Uh, the ups and downs, and it's really been a trademark of Michigan and Michigan State, but more on the Michigan side, and we'll talk state in a little bit. But again, uh, why so much inconsistency with the Wolverines? What's your perspective? Well, well because I, I don't think I've ever seen this in the history of college basketball that that a uh, guy only plays home games and does not get to play on the way uh, away games, and he is your, you know, he he's your quarterback. He's your start. He's their most important player out there as far as you know, handling the pace of a game and you know, getting signals from the coach and all these things. Just really hard to do, and I don't know the reasons behind it, but it it's um, it's been difficult for Michigan to adjust from game to game. His numbers with him. And without him, are for Michigan are very, very different on, on the wrong side. When he plays, they're a much better team, according to the analytics. So I don't know about other issues, but that's really hard. Number one, but the Big Ten is is really tough, and you have to really be you have to be on your game every time. If you start out slow in some of these, I don't know. Nebraska's been playing to sold out arenas even when they haven't been good. And now they're pretty good, so I can imagine it was a tough environment uh, when they were, and playing them the other, on Saturday uh, after that big win over Wisconsin. You still have 10 teams, overall records all over 500 still uh, this deep into the season. Josh Garvey, managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew and their GR office. Yeah, uh, every week we've gotten together during the basketball season, it's always – Hey, maybe they've turned the corner and then they hit a wall. Uh, your thoughts on Michigan hoops right now? Yeah, confused at at why there is the inconsistency. Um, they beat a very good Wisconsin team, as you mentioned, and then they turn around and lose by 20 on the road. So to me, I still look back at the coaching. Um, is is something just seems off there in that locker room with that. And, and, and again, I'm not there to see that, but it just seems like something's off. And I... Again, not there to see it, but certainly inconsistent hoops coming out of Ann Arbor right now. Well, and the suspension that I don't understand, if you're just going to say someone needs to get their grades up, do six, eight, ten games in a row, whatever your punishment is behind closed doors. But the split home and away, you're hurting guys who had nothing to do with somebody's academics. I assume it's academics, stay at home, you study, 
Uh, that's just, it is strange, John. And John said he's never seen it yeah. happen before. So uh, maybe they knew this season was going nowhere, right? And you had Juwan coming back after the heart procedure that yeah. they, they knew they're not maybe even be a tournament team. And there's a lesson for McDaniel to get things straight for yeah. next year. I Again, we're just, you know, guessing from the outside looking in. Yeah. It's, it's very unique. Let's just say that's unique and fast. And I'm sure – some some people at, at, at have the uh, there's a good reason for it somewhere, but but you know and you you're not going to ever find out because of, of personal issues or whatever. You just let it go. But uh, I'm let's put it this way: when he's back playing every single day, they by showed by Wisconsin they can be a very dangerous team. And now you go into the tournament and they're going to be one of the you know maybe ten teams that once you go into this tournament. Uh, probably nine teams that are playing playing for their season's over as soon as they lose that big tournament, that Big Ten tournament game. So they'll be playing for everything. And as we saw with the way they play against Wisconsin, they can beat anyone. And Wisconsin's got its own issues right now. They they got Ohio State at home, and um, they got to win this one for sure. They must win this one because they're just too good to be playing this way. John Beeline, former Michigan coach, joins us uh, each and every Tuesday to talk hoops with Josh Garvey, managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew's GR office, world headquarters on the east side of the state. Uh, so when you look at uh, Michigan, I, I guess the Big Ten tournament will be their NCAA tournament, Josh. And they'll, I, I assume McDaniel will be back uh, with all the suspensions will be done. And with him, they're going to go in. That's their that's their postseason, right? It is. That's their postseason this year. Now they have eight wins at this stretch of February. They're definitely not going to make the big dance. So or the NIT, anything. It's, it's right? um yeah. They're going to have to leave it all out on the floor and try to take the tournament to get a bid. So um, I guess we'll see if 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 they can do that. Um, yeah, just I. It's 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 tough to watch them. I, I, Wisconsin people. I'm at the golf show last Friday doing my show. Michigan fans are walking by. You wrote off Michigan basketball. They're back. <laughs> and then all uh, then on Saturday, I had to kind of do a little slapping back on the old huge show Facebook and uh, Twitter pages when it was 43 13. Like, well, I guess I'm wrong. Uh, John Beeline is the other voice you hear. Josh Garvey talking hoops. All right, from Michigan, let's go to Michigan State. Uh, John, that was a real impressive win. The way they played, they looked as good as anybody in the country when you have Hall, Hoggard, uh, Walker, senior leaders step up, uh, get it done. Uh, a good uh, Illinois team. They're still in the Big Ten title hunt, but that was a huge loss for them. Your thoughts on this Izzo Spartan team right now? Well, first of all, let's go back to you know, losing at Minnesota. Uh, the week before, again, reminded Michigan State that this is we got to be on our game with everybody, and you can't always control that. But they needed to get that win uh, against Minnesota, and so they had to come back with Illinois. I mean, they just had to, and that could have went either way. And they really, man, they just played great defense down the stretch, had some timely hoops, and uh, really got forced Illinois into getting away from their game, which is great ball movement and sharing the ball. Down the stretch there, they tried to isolate, and A.J. Hogarth just ate it up. Got the two big steals, and all of a sudden, the game's over. So uh, they got to go to my least favorite. You you wouldn't think about this, but 
it's at the lowest crowd. The, the uh, unfortunately, and they've had great coaches there. The least fan enthusiasm, and going to Penn State was my most dreaded game every year. It was all, and they got to go there this week, and then go to Michigan. So it's it's going to be a tough week for Michigan State, and they 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 can't they have to play the way they played against Illinois if they're going to get out of uh, State College with a victory and Ann Arbor. They look good in all the metrics. Uh, so, you know, I, barring a complete collapse, they will be an NCAA uh, tournament team, Josh. Uh, you watching the Spartans-Illinois game, Minnesota game was a tough one to watch, especially second half. Izzo was blamed himself and blamed the players, blamed the leadership, coaches and players, which was unique for a coach to do. But looking at this Michigan State team right now, uh, how far do you think they go in the Big Ten? I, I still think they're up there in the competition for second-best team in the conference. I, I really believe that. And then the Big Ten tournament will be about seeding to help Izzo in the NCAA tournament. So your thoughts on the Spartans? Yeah, the Spartans have had some inconsistent basketball, too, um, but some tough losses, like a three-point loss at Minnesota. But then to bounce back and beat a good Illinois team, um, and as Coach Beeline said, at Penn State, at Michigan, those are two big road tests right now um, as you look out to close out their schedule in February here. Handful of games to go. How far do I think they can go? I think they're one of the best three teams in the Big Ten right now. I agree with you. Yeah. I think that they can beat beat anybody in the Big Ten. and, and Except Purdue. I don't like them matching up against Purdue. That's tough with Edie and, and the big guy. But it's it's um I think that they're playing good basketball here down the stretch. Certainly have some good guys that have been there for a while. Hogard and and and, and Walker and Hall, um, certainly well coached. I, I think that they could make a little bit of a run here. Um, I'll be honest. I could I could see them winning the Big Ten tournament. I got six to nine seed come selection uh, Sunday would be a guess at seven to ten uh, category. Uh, coach uh, in the Big Ten Network studios uh, this season uh, in Chicago. You can see John Beeline on the Big Ten Network. Uh, weekend coverage. Uh, how would you rank the Big Ten right now? Top three teams in the conference. Well, it's, it's Purdue. Obviously, Purdue is number one um, in so many different ways. And if, if I'm thinking, all of a sudden, I'm thinking we between Illinois and Michigan State and whom and Wisconsin. Northwestern would and, be and in that Northwestern mix. is right there too. We don't talk so, about them. <laughs> no, Northwestern has has played a very difficult schedule because you're not playing every team in the Big Ten. Um, then they keep just playing with everybody and got a great win this, this Sunday. So, I mean, I think I don't think Michigan State's a lock yet. I think Northwestern is. I think Wisconsin is because they beat Michigan State twice. Uh, and Purdue is and, and, and Illinois is. I think Michigan State, like you said, no, I, when we were talking about this with, with – uh, some of the analysts, and uh, what they, I, not only any team is a lock, what happens if they lose their last 10, 8 games right now or something? It can happen. It doesn't happen, but um, there's teams that it's highly favorable, and I think it's highly favorable Michigan State is in again. Uh, but they have to play. They, as you can see, there's there's so many teams in this league. When you go on the road, you got to win those games, and you got to protect at home. So this is, uh, or you get, and the seeds, you know, we, we've been seeded at all different places, you know, from the two seed all the way to a last team in. And 
man, deceit is important, but sometimes you just get matched up with the wrong team or you get a great seed and get matched up with the wrong team too. So it could be, uh, it, it, it's, you just don't, I don't put too much stock in where people are seated. Just keep winning every game, winning, actually winning every practice. Just win every practice the rest of the way and you will win games. And one thing about Michigan State, Josh, and you said it, that at the at Penn State, the at Michigan, that is a a two-game swing for your seeding, for where you finish in the Big Ten, seeding for the Big Ten tournament, and also even into selection uh, Sunday. So I will see what uh, Izzo does. Uh, Coach, by the way, folks, if you haven't seen him on the Big Ten Network, isn't he great, Josh? He is, yeah. I watched him on, uh, I think it was Sunday. Yeah, he's, he's really good. Yeah, doing he's, a great he's, job. He, he, he's like a quiet Dick Vitale. You can't put those two three names together. Yeah, I was I, I was trying to build you up, coach. I had your back actually on that one. I, you know, I'm just trying I, I'm not we have guys who got bracketologists with Mike DeCourcy and, and Rachel Davis does a great job with some different stats. I'm just talking what a coach is thinking or their team is thinking Amen. right now. And and that gives a, a whole different look to it. So I do enjoy thinking about that. It's it's tough to get space to say everything you want to say. So you got to be good with it and quick with it. But I love doing the show. I, I kind of feel after watching you, you would be really good with a seasoned veteran play by play guy breaking down a game in progress. You you really would be good uh, in that capacity. So uh, I'm your agent I, I now. That. We'll cut a deal. Don't worry. <laughs> Yeah, well, I would. Uh, I did that a little bit from my office during COVID, and I did a little of that from my office. It's harder than you think, but uh, right now I just said put me in the studio just because I wasn't looking to be traveling uh, to Lincoln, Nebraska, one day and and to to, uh, to Illinois on another day, and I just wanted to sort of slow down just now. But that it's something to consider because I do like. You can. You have so much more you can add during day, during play by play and doing the analyst there. John Beeline joins us every week during the five o'clock hour on Tuesdays, talking hoops. Josh Garvey, uh, he is the managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew's GR office, one of America's and the world's top accounting CPA and business firms. Their worldwide headquarters in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, uh, which is just north of Detroit. Speaking of Detroit, let's finish our hoops conversation on the Pistons. I took a look at the roster this morning, and it's like, is this the Pistons roster? Like, you look at it compared to where it was. I, I, I And, John, you were a, a senior advisor, uh, worked with players inside the Pistons. You were with the Cavs. What, what are the – because I don't – is this a reload? Is it a rebuild? Is it you're going to get expiring contracts? I, I guess you're setting up next year in the offseason – already uh give me your opinion on what the pistons have done here the last two weeks with this roster well it is they've tried to change the roster over a great deal for for now to try to complement what they think as they've seen Jaden ivy uh and what their weaknesses are and and the and they uh, i hope he never gets injured again but cade's been injured a lot and so they got to protect themselves but uh, for for a long time, I've I've just uh, I've always thought every team should have more shooting, but this team certainly should have, and and so they addressed that a great deal. 
and they've just changed it. I looked at the roster when I walked in there two years ago. The only guy currently on the roster from so this would have been uh, 21 would have been I walked in there before the draft in 21. The only guy on the roster is Isaiah Stewart. That's the only one just in really in three years now. And then from the t- the next year, I think there's only three or four. So it's a complete changeover. Um, I, I loved uh, Boyan Bogdanovich and Alec Burke. I loved coaching them because they were just absolute killers in practice every day. They had their great workouts. They were the ultimate pros. So the Knicks got exactly what they wanted with that deal, without question. They had to make a tough decision on Killian Hayes. It's tough to admit that, hey, we got to move on after four years, and they have. And all the, all the everybody can, can guess why. Well, why didn't they do it earlier? That's tough to do. You try to give everybody a chance, but they had to do that. And then getting that Simone Fontecchio, right? And then a whole bunch of Quentin Grimes, a good player. Um, Shake Milton and Troy Brown will give them some stuff off the bench. They they just tried to change the look of their roster with uh, with. With men, I don't know if they had probably greater length. I've always thought they were really missing length on the perimeter, not inside on the perimeter. Probably too many big guys and not enough. I got to the point where huge that I wanted a point guard and I wanted a five man. And the two, three, and four, I wanted them to look exactly alike. You know, somewhere between six five and six nine, but they all were like uh, hybrid. Two, three, two, two and three men, and one guy had to have a four-man's body, if that makes sense, that you just had one, one little bit bigger guy, but he really is a three-man. He's just in a four-man's body. And that's what they're trying to get to because that's really where the NBA is and been for years. So they're finally getting there, but um, it'll be interesting to see how they do that on the stretch. They are playing better now that uh, we have so many more times where Jaden Ivey has the ball and and is it can run the team now him and Kate have to learn to play together now and I know both of them really well great kids they will figure that out I believe I believe they will uh, that's why back in the day John at Michigan he liked the Hardaways the Karis LeVerts the Duncan Robinsons those types well you you look at that right. at the 13 championship team it was Glenn Glenn Robinson yes. Jim Gee, Hardaway third. and Nick Stauskas they were the all Stauskas, the same yeah. guys Wow. Yeah, and then the and then the eighteen championship team, you got Duncan Robinson, Ignis Brogzakis, Jordan Poole, and Charles Matthews. Oh, wow. They were all six five and then you have Xavier and, and Teske, or you have Mitch McGarry and Trey Burke. Just the two, three, and the four wow. just being the same guy, mm. multi skilled. And what happens is people have harder yeah, you have tough time guarding a bully four. But they have a tougher time. That bully, tough, a tough four guy, really has a tough time guarding a shooter, and and it's harder for him to guard you than it is for you to guard them. If that makes sense. Man, I tell you what, just going through those names, I, I, th- there's no reason why you should pay me to come on this show. We should be paying you. You're that good, John, as a coach, the talent, everything. You know, I'm just kidding. Uh, you don't pay <laughs> well, us. Thank you. Come on. I'm just, he paused. He's like, what? Are you billing me? He's like, oh, and by the way, Simone uh, Fontecchio that you got uh, from, 
Earlier today, Superfly had trouble saying the word cat to me. And and he helps you, Simone. <laughs> I guess. Hey, hey, huge. What I learned in this business is you have to be able to pronounce people's names correct. Well, somehow correctly. I've gotten by for 32 years yeah, without yeah, it. Yeah. I just admit yeah. to people right before I, because I do a talk show. It's different than doing a studio show or, you know, play yeah. by play. I could just tell people when it's coming, like, uh, by the way, I'm looking at this trade. I'm going to be nowhere in the ballpark on the names. Uh, go find them online. <laughs> you, can, yeah, yeah. you can Google the pronunciations. I don't know who it is. Uh, Fontecchio, I'm thinking I drove that car once when I was in Italy. It's a nice yeah. car. It comes in a convertible. <laughs> Rent it when you're on a trip. You know, he, he's, he's what I'm talking about. It's a multidimensional, just, you know, six, six eight. But he does so many things. He shoots cigars. It's it's really surprising to me why Utah gave him up. That's because that was a they gave really gave him up. And he's 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 at twenty eight years old already. He played in Europe for a long time before coming to the NBA, and so really good. And but I I just watched the Knicks right now. They have made some spectacular trades between getting in OG. Uh, from uh, Ogden, I, now, I'm, now I'm not going to be able to say his name, but uh, oh, okay. they've really improved their roster with the New York Knicks. And with Jalen Brunson, watch out. I think the Knicks are in great shape right now. We're always in great shape with John Beeline every Tuesday during the 5 o'clock hour presented by one of the world's top accounting CPA and business firms, Dorn Mayhew, Josh Garvey, is a managing shareholder for Dorn May, who's GR office here in West Michigan. Good stuff today. Thank you, Josh, my man. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Coach. You, you are A-game today. The more you're in that Big Ten Network studio, the more you're becoming a national broadcasting icon. Hey, I, I, have, an, uh, I have a good idea right now, too. I think I would like Josh... Because I think he's out there talking. He's at the water cool. He's doing. I want him to bring me some questions next week. I want him to bring a couple tough questions for me, Josh. He'll ask his employees. He'll ask, he'll ask his employees for questions from the yeah, Dorn Mayhew employees. Good questions on the Pistons, the Michigan, Michigan State, the Big Ten. Bring them on, Josh. To All right. Well, thank you, Coach. We'll Absolutely. we'll get ready for the Beeline exam next week. <laughs> I'll bring it. I'll bring it. I'm ready. All right. We love you, Coach. Thank you. All right. Thanks, everybody. Have a good week. Yeah, Bye. John Beeline. I, I said before the interview started that he was ready to go today. Josh, uh, thank you. Hey, you know, ask your employees some questions. I will. Yeah, I will. I'll you know, they're busy. Questions. The Michigan fans or Michigan State or Pistons fans questions, and you can give their name and, you know, do three, four questions. Absolutely. I, well, you were going to talk, but John just kept talking. All right, uh, Josh, we'll talk to you next Tuesday, okay? Sounds good. Yeah, Josh Garvey, managing shareholder for Doran May, who's GR office, John Beeline. Uh, they join us every Tuesday during the 5 p.m. hour, Talking Hoops, presented by Dorn Mayhew. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. It's time to go on the court with Tim Stout. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a day for winning. 
only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. A crucial week for Michigan State's men's basketball team. Road games, two of them. And as Tom Izzo says, offense doesn't travel nearly as well as defense does, and Michigan State's going to need some offense, one would think, to win at Penn State on Wednesday night, and who knows what will be required Saturday night when the Spartans play at Michigan. The Spartans easily beat both those teams in the Breslin Center, but it's been different on the road where Michigan State has just one conference road victory so far. Will there be any momentum off the eight-point win over Illinois this past Saturday, arguably Michigan State's best win of the season against a team ranked number 10? But going on the road is the big key to the Spartans' hopes this week. Bill Simonson here for Flying Ace Craft Spirits. You can chart your own course with small batch American-made whiskeys. And also, they're connected to Folds of Honor here in Michigan, providing four scholarships this year through Flying Ace Craft Spirits to the children of men and women injured or killed in combat. Look for Flying Ace Craft Spirits and that small batch American-made whiskeys in different flavors at local stores or ask for it at your local pub, bar, or restaurant. Fly and Ace exist at the intersection of independence and precision. They distill fine spirits for mavericks, the adventurous, the cunning, and the bold. You can find out more and also order online if you're 21 and up at flyingspirits.com or look for it in stores all across Michigan or at your local bar, pub, or restaurant. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your deposit for up to $1,500, and you'll get 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Check in with Graham Couch, opinion maker, Lansing State Journal, also co-host Couch in the Room podcast. You can listen to weekly wherever you download podcasts. Get his thoughts on Michigan State hoops, uh, the Big Ten, how many teams from the conference will get into the tournament. How you doing, Graham? I'm good. How are you, Bill? Good. Uh, I'm trying to figure out uh, this Izzo team has probably been the most up-and-down squad I've ever seen from an Izzo coach basketball unit. Yeah, and part of that's because they have the talent to be up and down and the flaws to be down and up, if that makes sense. You know, I mean, it takes a certain squad to do it. And, you know, I mean, they've had teams that were more like bubble-type teams that barely made the tournament than this. This team is not a bubble team, even if you, if you read that, just kind of ignore it. But it's also a, a team that has not played to not just preseason expectations, but always its capabilities. And and some of that has to do, I think, with just 
you know, th- their flaw at center is 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 real and is a matchup problem certain nights. And they've got guys who, with the right matchups, um, can do a lot, like a, a Malik Hall, but with the wrong matchup or on the wrong night isn't as consistent. And then you got A.J. Hogard, who's, um, you know, I, I have a fair bit of faith in, strangely, in big games against tough opponents because he's got sort of irrational confidence. Like, if you put prime LeBron James against A.J. Hogard, he would pick himself. Um, which is good and bad. And uh, so, yeah, they're a weird team. Uh, you know, I think they've still got a decent ceiling, uh, but you can, you, we've, seen the, we've seen the floor too. Yeah, and I think uh, the top side here, where I, I believe they're almost unbeatable, and they only won against Illinois by eight, but when you get Hall, Hoggard, and Walker all uh, throwing in 60-plus points, I, with Izzo's coaching, with their depth, and again, part of the problem is those the young side of that team, not a lot of offensive production, but when those big three are 60-plus, I find it hard that anybody in the country could beat Michigan State. Well, I mean, they're almost a tough team to seed because like, I'm watching Kansas last night get blown out by uh, Texas Tech, right? And, and, when you, and you see a team that's potentially a one or two seed that could face Michigan State in the second round. I've seen enough of Kansas. Michigan State would beat Kansas five out of ten times. And that's potentially a second round one or two seed seven eight type matchup, and so there's a lot of that in college basketball. But also, Michigan State is almost unfair as a as a certain seed to a really high seed uh, because they are so capable, and I think they will show up in those nights. And they do have veterans, and they do have the backcourt that they have. Uh, and when Aikens is shooting well, is is as well. It's 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 um it is a team that 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 I think you know barring certain matchups. The thing is, they're not matchup proof. The great teams he's had are matchup proof, you know, and this is not one of those teams. So it will be dependent on who they play, uh, not just how they're playing uh, when they get in those big games. Graham Couch in the Lansing State Journal, Couch in the Rube podcast, co-host joining us on the Roast Homer Coffee guest line. You know, I'm looking at Purdue and they look like a team that could, and they have their moments like all college teams do. Purdue should be a one seed. Looks like a team that could be there on Final Four weekend and maybe even win it. And then I go through the rest of the Big Ten. And I said this on Friday on the show that there's a side of me that says when they're veterans, which they did show up against Illinois, Hoggard, Hall, and Walker are playing well, they might be the second best team in the conference right there with a Northwestern. Wisconsin had a bad week because after Purdue – you can go down the list and get to Penn State, who's up next for Michigan State at 6-7. and seven. Even Rutgers, who drilled Wisconsin and Maryland. Uh, and you're like trying to figure out, okay, tell me the next three best teams after Purdue in the Big Ten. When it's all said and done, when the conference, it, when the regular season is done. Yeah, well, I think Illinois is the team that's most built to make a run um, if they, you know, Especially now with Terrence Shannon back, they're just so athletic and big and long and versatile. And uh, they're not the greatest shooting team. They they lack a true point guard. Like if they had AJ Hogarth, I think they'd be my pick to win a national title. Um, which I know for a lot of people watching a lot of AJ Hogarth can be a strange thing to say, but like that's what they're 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 missing. Uh, be, Wisconsin, I need to figure out what's going wrong there. I've seen the best of Wisconsin, and that's a really high ceiling. They've got a pro on the wing. They've got a lot of veterans. 
They've got big guys they can play to. They've got shooters. Like, they've got a system they trust in. And, and I don't understand really why it's gone wrong. It's just sort of one of those midseason two, three game streaks that a lot of teams go through. But it's up to four games right now. So at a certain point, you go, I, what, what's happening there? I, I do think, um, you know, I, I do think Michigan State is potentially in that conversation. Um, I, I just think there are, you're not going to find a better backcourt. And, you certainly, what happened to MSU is the way they started, the way they were shooting at the beginning, and some of the losses they had, they lost their ability to sort of control the narrative about their own season. They really haven't played that poorly. You go to the Baylor game on, they've had a couple slip-ups, but it's the early part of their season that whenever they slip up since, brings out a little level of angst. You look at the home road splits throughout the Big Ten, they're extreme, and, you know, that, like the Minnesota game was, probably always just as likely to be as lost as the Illinois game was to be a win. It just, because of the brand, because of who Illinois is, it doesn't feel that way. But home game versus road game is that severe. But I think Michigan State's probably, you know, I would take Wisconsin. I've seen them play Michigan State twice. I'd still take them up there if they can fix whatever's gone wrong. I think Illinois is a better team than Michigan State uh, overall. And, and But I would put MSU uh, maybe right there, you know, at, at, at four. Yeah, Northwestern Nebraska also have been two of the bigger yep. stories in Big Ten uh, basketball this year. I mean, Nebraska's leading Michigan 43-13 in that game after Michigan had uh, won their biggest game of the year against then number 11, uh, Wisconsin. It, I'll be curious where State ends up, and they still have a lot to play for, and actually not in the conference championship hunt, maybe the conference tourney, but you know, the more wins, the better seed. They could probably play their way to a seven and maybe low end might be a 10, uh, eight, nine, possibly. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, it'll, it'll be interesting to see what they are. I've, I've often thought like the their metrics are pretty good. And if they can get some wins here, not counting at Purdue, I mean, if they beat Purdue, that changes some things on the road. Nobody's expecting that. But I think if, if they win all their other games, they don't have an off script loss the rest of the way which they very well might, but if they don't, and um, you know they're relatively competitive at Purdue, they get to like the Big Ten semifinals, I could see them being a six seed just based on how high their net ranking is, which is in the top 25. You know, Ken Palm has them at 15 today. Um, their, their, their metrics are just a lot better than, than I think a lot of people realize, and part of that's because you know Indiana State, that's a quad one win. Indiana State's like number 20 in the net. You know, I mean, the people forget that. James Madison was not a bad win. Butler has had a really good year. So there are some, some victories in there, some games that when they won them, either people didn't realize they'd be as good or they didn't seem as good coming into the year that have wound up being uh, games that have, that have sort of held up over time. Yeah, maybe more a 6-9. to nine. That might be the, the range, yeah. unless there's just some crazy uh, run here at the end or if they fall off. Uh, just a head scratching year uh, in the Big Ten. Even Purdue at times, you'll uh, you you watch them play, and you're if they're not hitting that outside shot and they're collapsing on Edie, they they look average. I, I I think Purdue though will end up with a one, maybe worst case scenario two, but I would say uh, one or a two a lock there. Then everything else is uh, for grabs. Graham Couch, Couch in the Room podcast, Lansing State Journal, uh, opinion maker, uh, who. Two best teams you've seen in college basketball this year. Not not just Big Ten. I'm talking across the country. 
Who are they? Yeah, Purdue when they're going is 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 right. one of them. Because um, Braden Smith has just gotten so much better than he was as a freshman. So they've got a legit all conference guard. They've got you know a little more help on the wing, and, and then obviously Zach Eady, uh, who, who who continues to get better. I mean, he's not just big; he is really really good. And I'm kind of pulling for them because I'm sick of the storyline that <laughs> that keeps hitting them when they get to the postseason of falling short. Uh, UConn is another team I've seen that I, I think has a chance. Uh, Arizona has been a little bit inconsistent, but I think their ceiling is as high as anybody. Um, so I would, you know, those are the teams that, uh, if you want to know where my, my alternative bets are, uh, you know, that, those, those are the ones right there, UConn and, and Arizona. Yeah, I think UConn, UConn, Purdue, Arizona, and that makes the best I've seen, just not in person. I'm talking, you know, when I'm scanning through you know, the TV. Uh, Graham, always appreciate your time. It'll be interesting to see Michigan State on the rest of the way. And before you know it, uh, it will be March, which is the month when uh, Izzo shines. Before I let you go, what do you think is a realistic good finish for this MSU basketball team? Come March, or I don't think they're going to get into April, which will be the Final Four, but what do you see as a finish where Izzo would say, considering everything, I'm not happy we lost, but this was a good finish. What point? You know, given the expectations and the age of some of the players, and, and it's not that I don't think they'll be good next year, but there's some turnover. Um, I, I think anything short of a Final Four will not feel all that satisfying. It won't, you know, I mean, Sweet 16, they could have a run where they could beat somebody where people feel like, oh, that was good. It keeps the program at that second weekend level. And so maybe there's a little bit there, but I think they're always going to be weighed down by their preseason expectations and what, and what, the players had for themselves. And, and so I do think anything short of the final four, even as unrealistic as that sometimes looks, won't feel good like it might have a year ago to these guys. Yeah, my realistic side is, and you went through the metrics, I, I think they could be a sweet 16 team, and some might be surprised, but based on the quality wins they've had this year, when you look at uh, the Baylors and you mentioned Indiana State, Illinois the other night, I think a Sweet 16 might be where I'll say, considering the start, they won a couple of tournament games. That's not a bad year. Not a great year, but not a bad year. Yeah, and I, I think for, for people who really want the program to sort of return to that level where every other year they were in contention for nationally, um, you know, is that enough? I, I don't know. It, it, it'll, be interesting. it'll be an interesting discussion to have after this year because this is, this is it for, for probably Hogard for sure for Tyson Walker, for sure for Malik Hall. And so, you know, you get those legacy years and, 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 and how they feel about, you know, falling short again. I, I, I'm, those are really interesting conversations that will be had. The one thing I mentioned last week that I'm shocked about this team, and really lately, that Izzo doesn't have that sharpshooter on the bench when your team's not hitting their shots and somebody you go throw minutes at who may go four for seven from three-point range when you need it. And there are a ton of those type of shooters out there. Uh, I know Lawyer, but he wasn't tall enough to create his own shot. But that 6'3", 6'4", guy that could create space and is just a – he's an assassin from the three-point line. I really think Michigan State needs uh, one, if not two, of those types of players. Yeah, and, and obviously Aikens has shown a little more you know, that, but he's a starter. You know, He's hitting a couple threes a game at least, but – the guy they had that, that went elsewhere, and this is the, the other side of the reality of the transfer portal world, and they, were, they, they helped to move on, but it was Pierre Brooks, who's having that year for Butler. 
And so, I mean, he, he just needed a fresh start. And if he had worked out at MSU, uh, in a lot of ways, he, he'd be exactly what they need. 6'6 six, six guy hitting, you know, multiple threes a game off the bench. And they have Garrick Norman, a true freshman, but they're they're pretty hell-bent on, on keeping his red shirt. Hey, we'll see uh, how it plays out. Always great to talk hoops with Graham Couch, Lansing State Journal, opinion maker. Also look for Couch in the Rube podcast, wherever you download podcasts. Graham, appreciate the time. Thanks for having me. All right, Graham Couch checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Everything huge, 24-7 at show.net. We are back in the leadership locker room on The Huge Show across Michigan. We get together with Greg Harris from MaximizeLeadership.com. You can check out that website uh, where he helps businesses and individuals become better leaders and also will help businesses grow and contacts mm-hmm. are a big part of any business. I know people will say, well, that's old school. No, it's still new school. Mm-hmm. Bill, great to be on your show. Yeah. So the pipeline is a big deal for all salespeople. It's one of their biggest anxiety buttons. Who do I have to talk to in the next quarter? Can I make my quotas? So one of my keynotes that's very popular, it's very fun. It's a great training. It talks about what is a robust pipeline. There's got to be entry and exit points. It's got to be able to flush and flow because you don't want a stagnant pipeline. And the other part about the pipeline, which is great, is remembering to follow up. We hit a lot of things in the keynote that uh, are really good reminders and some really great insights on how to be amazing at sales to serve your customers. Greg Harris, Leadership Locker Room. He joins us here on The Huge Show. MaximizeLeadership.com. If you own a business, run a business. If you're starting a business from the ground floor and you want to move it up, go to MaximizeLeadership.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. The food district is now open. There's something for everyone. From Bubba Coo's Burritos to Bonanno's New York Pizza Kitchen to Guy Fieri's Chicken and Ike's Lovin' Sandwiches. Savor every delicious flavor at the all-new Food District. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Sun, sun, sun. Fun, fun, fun. Sun, sun, sun. Sail cruise, key relax, everyone's making tracks. Boat show, gotta go, everyone in the sun. Come on down, get it done, just add water for some fun. Michigan's most spectacular boat show cruises into the Boss Place. It's the Grand Rapids Boat Show, coming February 14th through 18th. Get that boat and get that deal. Check out over 400 boats. Spacious new family runabouts, ski and surf boats, fishing boats, center consoles, and deluxe pontoons. Great Lakes cruises and motor yachts to 40 feet. For a complete boat line listing and to plan your visit, go to grboatshow.com. Also, Tommy's Wake and Surf Shop. Plus, bring the family to see Twiggy, the water skiing squirrel. Register to win an HO Sports Hawaiian Island inflatable dock from Action Water Sports. No purchase necessary. That's only at the Grand Rapids Boat Show this Wednesday through Sunday, DeVos Place. grboatshow.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back wrapping up this Tuesday broadcast. Thank you, Superfly Hayes, one of the best producers in the business. Now, if you missed any huge opinion, interview, our or any show, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart. 
Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Big. Bad. Huge.